Good morning, Alex and friends. I'm Grace. Today is Monday, February 12, 2024, and you're listening to Alex's News. On this mild winter day in Riverside with temperatures reaching a high of 64.4 degrees and dropping to a low of 45.4 tonight, we have a slate of diverse and important news stories for you. First, a powerful nor'easter is barreling toward the northeast, expected to bring a mixture of snow, rain, and gusty winds. Residents are being urged to prepare for potential disruptions. Turning to the consumer world, as we inch closer to Valentine's Day, cocoa prices are hitting record levels, a sweet dilemma for chocolate makers and lovers alike. We'll explore what this means for your holiday treats and gifting plans. And in health news, the latest insights on weight loss are in. Experts are now emphasizing that drugs must be paired with lifestyle changes for lasting benefits. We'll dive into what those changes entail and how you can implement them for improved health outcomes. Stay tuned for in-depth coverage on all these stories. We're following a developing situation that's expected to bring a significant weather system to the northeast region of the United States. A nor'easter is on its way, and it could impact a vast area from Pennsylvania to Maine. Ethan is here with the details. Ethan, can you explain to us what we're seeing with this storm? Sure, Grace. This nor'easter that's brewing is predicted to start affecting the northeast by Monday evening and continuing into Tuesday morning. What we're looking at is a mix of snow, rain, and gusty winds. Winter storm warnings have already been issued across the northeast and New England. Now, depending on the exact track and strength of the storm, snowfall could range from about 5 to 8 inches for most parts, but there are areas that might see up to a foot or more. That's quite a blanket of snow. With potential snowfall like that, are there other concerns we should be aware of? Absolutely, Grace. In addition to the snowfall, coastal flooding is a significant concern, especially for New Jersey and Long Island due to the intense rain expected there. And with these types of systems, power outages are often a risk because of the gusty winds. It's always a good idea for residents in the storm path to prepare for possible outages. Power outages can be more than just an inconvenience, especially in cold weather. Now, Ethan, before it reaches the northeast, the storm has been causing issues elsewhere, right? That's right. The same system has already shown its strength by producing severe weather in Texas, including reports of large hail and potential tornadoes, and it's dropped heavy snow in the Texas Panhandle in Oklahoma. So it's a versatile storm that has had various impacts across the country. Nor'easters like this one aren't uncommon, but for those who might not be familiar, can you help us understand what exactly a nor'easter is and why it can be so disruptive? A nor'easter is a type of storm that's particularly known for affecting the east coast of North America. They're notorious for their fierce winds and heavy precipitation, often in the form of snow. These storms can happen any time between September and April, but they hit their peak in intensity during the colder months. The setup is typically a clash between the cold Arctic air and the warm Gulf Stream waters along the east coast, which is a perfect recipe for these types of powerful storms. With such a volatile mix, it's no wonder these storms are taken seriously. Are there any peculiarities about this particular nor'easter that the public should be aware of? Interestingly, despite the upcoming nor'easter, the eastern U.S. is trending towards warmer weather compared to the previous weeks. This time, there's a lack of cold air pouring down from Canada, which may limit the cold impact somewhat, but it doesn't take away from the gravity of the immediate threats posed by the storm. And with the storm looming, 
What should people in the expected impact areas be doing? They should be monitoring updates from local authorities and reliable weather sources like Fox Weather, NPR, and Fox 61, which have been closely tracking this nor'easter. Also, anyone planning to travel should exercise caution, consider changing their plans, and stay prepared for rapidly changing conditions. Thank you for that comprehensive overview, Ethan. It's clear there's a lot to watch out for with this storm. Stay safe, everyone, and stay tuned for updates. That was story one of three, and we'll be back shortly with more news. Joining us now is our reporter Chloe with a story that's quite bitter for chocolate lovers. Cocoa prices have skyrocketed just before Valentine's Day. Chloe, can you tell us more about the current situation and what's causing these prices to surge? Well, Grace, the cost of cocoa has been on a steady climb for over two years, but the past year has been particularly harsh with prices more than doubling. The main culprit here is the extreme weather in West Africa, where most of the world's cocoa beans are grown. We're looking at a significant shortfall in cocoa harvests for the third year in a row, thanks to a nasty combination of pests, disease, and climate-driven factors. It's troubling to hear that, Chloe. Could you delve a bit deeper into how West Africa's conditions are directly affecting the market? Absolutely, Grace. Countries like Côte d'Ivoire, Ghana, Cameroon, and Nigeria make up for 70% of the global cocoa production, with the first two being the top dogs. Now, they've been hit hard by these extreme weather conditions. This is leading to a global shortage and, in turn, forcing chocolate makers to hike their prices. It's an issue of supply simply not meeting demand, and consumers are feeling the impact. With Valentine's Day around the corner, do you think these high prices will affect how much chocolate is actually sold? You'd think so, right? But surprisingly, spending on chocolate for Valentine's Day is projected to stay strong. Shoppers may shift to more affordable options or buy in smaller quantities, but the demand during this romantic holiday isn't wavering. Chocolate makers, however, are being pushed to get creative, finding ways to keep costs down without compromising on taste and quality. Now, what about solutions to these problems? Has there been any progress in mitigating the impact of these weather conditions on cocoa harvests? There have been suggestions, Grace. For instance, transitioning to drought-resistant cocoa varieties and reforestation efforts to combat the land drying up. These could potentially create a more favorable environment for cocoa trees to thrive. Yet, these communities are also facing their own set of challenges, like accessing the necessary trees for reforestation and providing adequate education and gender equality, which are essential for community resilience. Can we expect chocolate manufacturers and cocoa producers to adapt to these changes? It's crucial they do, Grace. Some sustainable farming practices and fair trade initiatives are already in place to ensure a decent living standard for cocoa farmers. Smallholder cocoa producers, especially in Ghana, are looking into climate change mitigation strategies as part of their production. These efforts could set a precedent for future strategies to safeguard against climate change. The price spike before such a key holiday is concerning. Any thoughts on how this could play out in the longer term? It's a complex situation, Grace. While the immediate focus is on Valentine's Day, this is more than just a seasonal hiccup. We're looking at potential lifelong changes in how cocoa is produced and consumed. Governments, industries, chocolate lovers, and especially the communities involved will need to work together to ensure a sustainable future for our beloved chocolate. And it's essential we stay informed and support practices that help mitigate these issues. Thank you for that insightful update, Chloe. It seems like there's a lot riding on our chocolate cravings. 
Let's hope for a sweet resolution to these bitter times soon. Good morning, everyone. Here are some other headlines we have for you today. Last night's Super Bowl 58 took entertainment to new heights during the halftime show as Usher dazzled the audience with his spectacular performance. The seasoned artist was joined on stage by a host of special guests and dancers, delivering a medley of his greatest hits spanning two decades. The dynamic set opened with the energetic, caught up, flowed into, you don't have to call, and pumped up the crowd with, love in this club. The show took an emotional turn when Alicia Keys paired up with Usher for a heartwarming mashup of, if I ain't got you, and, my boo. Guitar virtuoso H.E.R. wowed the fans with an electrifying solo during, You Got It Bad, and the excitement reached fever pitch as Ludacris and Lil Jon turned up the heat with, Turn Down For What, and, Yeah. The performance was a feast for the eyes as well, featuring acrobatics, feathers, sequins, and stilts, culminating in a grand spectacle. Despite some initial tech hiccups with microphones, Usher's halftime show was a resounding success, earning much acclaim on social media for its high energy and powerful representation of his R&B legacy. On the field, Patrick Mahomes led the Kansas City Chiefs to a heart-stopping 25-22 victory over the San Francisco 49ers, clinching yet another Super Bowl in overtime. This marks the Chiefs' third Super Bowl win in just five years, solidifying their place as the NFL's newest powerhouse. Mahomes, at 28, has equaled the legend Joe Montana with three Super Bowl MVP titles to his name, only behind Tom Brady's five. His all-purpose yards totaled 399, including a pivotal game-winning three-yard touchdown pass to Maycole Hardman in overtime, lifting the Chiefs to a monumental back-to-back -back championship. The athletics world is in mourning following the tragic death of Kelvin Kiptum, the 24-year-old Kenyan marathon world record holder, and his coach Gervais Hakazimana. The duo perished in a car crash near Captaget, Kenya, with a third party also critically injured. Kiptum broke the marathon world record at this year's Chicago Marathon setting an impressive 2 hours 0 minutes and 35 seconds. Tributes have poured in, highlighting the immense loss to the sports community. Controversy has stirred in the political arena as former President Donald Trump's comments about NATO have drawn heavy criticism from alliance leaders. Trump's suggestion that the U.S. might not defend certain NATO countries that fail to meet their defense spending obligations was met with responses citing security risks and concerns for U.S. and European soldiers' safety. NATO allies and European officials have spoken out against what they consider to be reckless and potentially damaging rhetoric. In international news, an Israeli military operation to rescue two hostages in Gaza has unfortunately resulted in significant collateral damage with at least 67 Palestinian casualties reported. The hostages, Fernando Simon Marmon and Louis Har, were successfully recovered from their captors in Rafah after being kidnapped from the near Yitzhak kibbutz on October 7. While the rescue mission was successful, the cost in human life has raised concerns, following President Biden's explicit caution to Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu about safeguarding civilians during such operations. That's all for these updates. Stay tuned for more news as the day unfolds. Turning now to an important health topic that's been in the spotlight recently, 
the effectiveness of weight loss drugs and the essential components of sustaining a healthy lifestyle. For an in-depth look at this story, we're joined by Ethan, who's been examining the latest discussions from several sources on this issue. Ethan, can you fill us in on what you found? Absolutely, Grace. The conversation around weight loss has taken a turn with various experts emphasizing that weight loss drugs aren't a cure-all solution. Instead, making lifestyle changes is key to long-lasting health improvements. For example, an article by Zara Nwosu on the Medriva website highlights six natural ways to maintain healthy cholesterol levels. That's quite interesting. Could you delve into those strategies a bit more? Sure thing. The Medriva article specifically points to dietary adjustments like eating more fiber and healthy fats, consistent physical activity, stress management, and keeping a healthy weight through a nutritious diet and exercise. It's about integrating a holistic approach for heart health, not just relying on medications. And what about weight management? That's a crucial part of overall health, isn't it? Absolutely. Another resource from Propello Life, a company that deals in natural supplements, lays out comprehensive tips to effectively burn fat and maintain weight loss. They touch on the importance of creating a calorie deficit, including strength training and high-intensity interval training, or HIT, in your routine, and the benefits of proper hydration and sleep, along with stress management. These practices sound quite beneficial. How are they supposed to help in the long run? The common thread here is consistency in adopting a lifestyle that integrates these elements permanently. It's about long-term change rather than quick fixes, staying the course with portion control, balanced diets, and regular physical activity can have a profound impact on preventing weight gain and promoting overall health. Consistency is key, I hear you. Are there any implications for those who may still be considering weight loss drugs? Definitely. Dr. Sophia Rahman's blog post, Weight Management Your Journey to a Healthier You Begins Here, underscores the potential downsides of an over-reliance on drugs. She mentions the holistic approach as well, balanced nutrition, exercise, and lifestyle enhancements being essential. According to Dr. Rahman, it's important to steer clear of quick fixes and fad diets, and instead, seek medical advice to create a personalized plan that takes into account one's unique health profile. Considering all this, does it seem like there's a shift in how we approach weight loss and health in general? There does seem to be a shift towards a more balanced and sustainable approach. Recognizing factors like age, genetics, and one's environment plays a role in creating tailored strategies that are far more effective in the long term than solely relying on weight loss medications. Thanks for offering such a comprehensive analysis, Ethan. It's clear that to achieve and maintain a healthy weight, adopting a lifestyle that incorporates diet, exercise, and stress management is crucial and should not be overshadowed by the search for a magic solution in the form of drugs. My pleasure, Grace. It's important information for our viewers to consider in their health journeys. Indeed, it is. Stay tuned as we continue to follow this story and more. That's all we have for now. Today's episode was made by Alexander King with GPT-4 Turbo. GPT-3.5 Turbo. The Perplexity API and the Google Cloud Text-to-Speech API. I hope you have a great day. I'll see you tomorrow, Alex.